0: Hey guys, welcome to WDWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogan, and joining me tonight is Jack McCarthy.
1: Howdy folks.
0: And Patrick Akris.
2: Hello everybody.
0: So tonight what we're going to do is we're going to go over the most recent episode of Ahsoka. If we have some time, we'll also go over some news. But I did want to let you guys know I did see Blue Beetle.
2: And? And the rating?
0: I would give it a six and a half, seven out of ten. I, I, I didn't think it was that bad I, I thought it was better than a lot of dc movies i thought it was better than the shazam movies um i would say even the aquaman movie uh it's what's kind of nice about it is it portrays a mexican family and you get to see what life is like with them it, it, it reminded me not that it's in the same situation like coco like how they're so close with each other and that they they love each other not all families are like that i'm sure even in the mexican community but it does seem like they have a love for family more so than i would say maybe other cultures and that was nice to see you know like they were all supporting each other
1: um well i think that's just how families are portrayed (laughs) i think the majority of families love each other Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't
0: know too many that do actually, but it just seems that it's more important in the Mexican community to put family first, stay loyal to your family members, and and I think they conveyed that pretty well. And I don't know. it, It was it was good. I would say the biggest problem happened to be the family, though, eventually, because they got them way too involved. Like, he he was an interesting character, but at some point they needed to save him, so they all got together and did ridiculous things that none of them could do. Like, the grandmother was running around with a Gatling gun just killing military experts, you know, armies and all that, and it's just like... You didn't have to do that, you know? It's like you could have still showed that they were very close without going overboard and and making the family like into a mini-group of superheroes, which, not like they turned them into superheroes, but they had access to some of the weaponry that that uh, facility created based on the Scarab. I think the problem why it wasn't successful at the box office is, number one, no one knows who Blue Beetle is. And I don't think that people were excited to go see a movie about a character that they really never heard of. Um, and then James Gunn kind of threw it under the bus in a way by letting us know about that he was rebooting the whole DCEU into the DCU. And so, so nobody Blue really...
1: The is wasn't part of the new DCU.
0: Well, he said it was, but I think he said that because... He realized his mistake with Shazam. When he did that, it bombed at the box office. And a lot of analysts thought that, well, it's because everybody knows it's being rebooted. No one cares. It's like, why do we need to see this if we're never going to see a sequel to it? And so maybe the heads at Warner Brothers says, you got to do damage control over Blue Beetle. And he says, oh, yes, Blue Beetle is part of the DCU. You're never gonna see him again. I guarantee you, you will never see him again. And it's it's this it's a sin, you know, because he is. I like the actor, he's from Cobra Kai.
1: He's pretty he's good. I liked him in Cobra Kai.
0: Yeah, I thought he was pretty good. I thought everybody was good. I, you know, George Lopez, I thought was funny, although they overused him at some point. He just was too at some point they make them too perfect, where he knows way too much. He was the man in the chair. And he just was too knowledgeable over technology that he really should not be familiar with. But it was a ripoff of Iron Man one and Iron Man Two. Like the villain was kind of like whiplash in Iron Man 2. Um, what I found that was funny was that at first when I saw the trailer, Susan Sarandon's like the bad guy in the movie. And
1: I, I didn't realize she, she was in it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's like the the head of the corporation that is going to use the Scarab and its technology for money and profit and evil deeds and all that. And uh, I was like, why didn't they just get someone like Lex Luthor or someone that's really known in the DC universe that we might buy? And it's like Susan Serena just doesn't come off as a bad guy. But she was good because you know what? She paid her she played her just like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: And uh You might want to tone it down your Republican is showing. I can't help it. I think a lot of people
0: well that's you know, even if you get into politics when she lost it was, uh, you know, we were voting for the lesser of two evils. It's not like Trump won. It's she lost because she was so unlikable. And I'm pretty sure Susan Sarandon doesn't like her because she was a, a Bernie Sanders fan and she was supporting him. And then a lot of people were yelling at her. It's like, if Bernie Sanders gets into...
2: Well, well when you when you compare it to Hillary, what, what do you mean? Like, did... She's rich. She's
0: powerful. She has people killed that she doesn't like. Okay. 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 I mean, it sounds
2: like a sounds like a good villain.
0: She's a nasty woman. That one. (laughs) Um, No, it's just typical. Everyone, I guess, has different feelings. I, I would say the majority of people, if you poll them, even Democrats, would say that she's not really a nice person. You know, and. That's how she played her. I mean, I really saw Hillary Clinton in this movie as the villain. She did such a good job in it. You'll have to see it, but I, I thought she
1: she did. Well, good. I mean, I'll probably end up seeing it once it hits TNT or something.
0: Yeah. But it's it still was a good movie. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. it I kept me entertained. The first hour I thought was was pretty good, but then again, it, it got a little crazy. And oh, and then there's a there's a Mexican Af- Aquafina in this movie who's annoying She plays his sister and she's overweight and she's like big mouth and, ugh. Yeah, she, she wasn't she was the worst part of the movie <laughs> But still it's it's I would say it's a fun movie I think a lot of people would enjoy it a lot more than other DC movies They they probably should have released it on HBO max And uh, I think more people would have been able to see it, more people would have been able to enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the end. We're we're not going to see Blue Beetle after this. Although they do leave it, they have an after-credits scene where it seems like the original Blue Beetle is still around.
1: Cord, Really?
0: Well, the name of the corporation is Cord Corporation. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like Ant-Man too. So Susan Sarandon marries, I think, Cord. And it's assumed that he's dead. And so she takes over the corporation. So she's the head of Cord. Because like he's nowhere to be seen. But it sounds like he's just not there. Like he's stuck in some country. Like they, they find like his blue beetle cave and all that. I think you'll enjoy it jack and fedra i would say you'd enjoy it too for again i don't know anything about the blue beetle uh, other than
1: i i honestly i don't know a whole heck of a lot about him i know it was a big deal uh when he was killed he was killed by max lord who was the villain in wonder, uh, woman, wonder woman yeah And, uh, but like I said, that character in that movie had nothing to do with the comic book character, you know, except maybe uh, the powers of suggestion, but totally different type of character.
0: And the world building is nice. Like they, I think it took place in El Paso, like around New Mexico or, or Texas. And, um, And then the city that that cord was basically building up looked very futuristic with like a lot of neon lights and you'd have to see it but i was really impressed with what it looked like and i can imagine one day where a lot of cities are going to look like that like give it 10 years from now i mean look at vegas look at how what vegas looks like now if you've ever seen it like they have this giant orb it's gigantic it's in the middle of vegas and it displays things clearly like they can make whatever they want like they can make a a you know a giant-sized basketball and inside it's an arena where you can see concerts and all that it's insane i i need to send you a video of it but it's just like you like they can put the earth on it or they could put the moon or some of the planets or it's really really impressive it's like
1: Damn, I mean 10, it's been 000. years since I've been out to Vegas so well
0: it just I think it opened up this year. It's really yeah, it looks cool. Um I also revisited the Batman or the Dark Knight trilogy and it's still good. I think it's always good to watch those right after the other. And the last one doesn't seem as bad, you know, as we recall. Bane was good. He was a good villain. Uh,
1: You see, that's uh, the first two I enjoy watching. I, The third one, I I just can't get through. It had a couple of cool moments, but then it just got really stupid at the end. It was too long. (laughs) And it was long. It felt long, too, which is not good.
0: It was interesting, because I was listening to some guy review it. I forget his name. And he said that... uh, he made I never realized this. He says that in the beginning he's not Batman, Bruce Wayne, even when he's in his his suit and all that. He doesn't become Batman until he rises from the cave. You know, that Bane put him in. Cuz that's when you know, he kind of like let himself go after the dark knight. He kind of gave up on himself and and now, all of a sudden, like once he accomplished that feat of escaping the, the cave, that's him rising. Now he's Batman. And then when he faces Bane again in Gotham City, he's got the edge over him. They could have made that a little more clear. We could have seen a little bit more of his training. We could have seen. Um, I
2: agree there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A, a more in Bane instead of like the last minute they just fight in the street for about five minutes and well
1: here here's what i i saw your note your email about what we're going to talk about tonight and the biggest problem i have with the dark night rises is the whole thing that every cop in gotham city was locked in the sewers <laughs> okay now that's stupid first i thought it was stupid but then i figured well you know what? Gotham City is probably supposed to be like a stand-in for New York. So I just Googled how many police officers in New York City. There are 36,000 police officers working in New York City. Can you imagine 36,000 people being locked in the sewers?
0: Yeah, but Gotham is like Manhattan. and then
1: Yeah, but... But they uh, cleared. Okay. When you say New
0: York City, you're talking Let's about the other boroughs.
1: A quarter of it. All right, say a
0: quarter of it. Yeah, it's still a lot.
1: Nine thousand people have been trapped in the sewers. Like, come on. I, it,
0: it's got to be a way out. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I agree. It's a little it, goofy.
1: The Dark night The Dark Knight Rises, falls into the same category for me as The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it's not that bad. Every every time I see it, something just something new just bothers me more that I don't want to bother watching the rest of it.
0: It is surprising that Christopher Nolan let this story get through, and he probably wrote it too. I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, even like when the Catwoman steals like his fingerprints from the safe and then gives him the Bane, and then he is able to create like i think put options uh and they expire immediately and bruce wayne loses all of his money that would never have happened in real life there's no way it's like all right the the stock first of all the stock market is being attacked they would close all trading at that point
1: right they'd shut it down
0: yeah they wouldn't be like, all oh, right, yeah, well, you know, you can keep, keep trading. <laughs> you know, if, if anyone has money, we'll just have it expire and all that stuff. And, yeah, that, that just didn't make any sense. And then, like, they're like, well, we got to sell all your furniture. You, you basically live in a house where you're <laughs> desolate. It's, yeah, there's problems with that move, But I still enjoy it. I, I, I like Bane. Uh, and throughout the series, I, I really like Christian Bale as Batman. He gets angry a lot, like where when he's like, you know, where is this? You know, like when he gets loud. But when he's talking normal, like when he talks to Rachel and he's he's in his normal voice and he's got the Batman mask, it's not bad. You know, he's got a good Batman voice. But for some reason, Christopher Nolan had him pushing the screaming, and then when he would talk to Gordon, he'd talk like this, you know, it just wasn't necessarily
1: necessary well you know I, it's very easy to buy batman as a person with severe anger problems so yeah. that never phased me you know what yeah, drives me crazy that's, that's
2: my favorite about it what's that well i like seeing you? you know batman's dark side when he's angry i mean that's part of i i think the dark knight is like it's like these little parts of Ga- Gotham that are just getting to him, so he's just getting a little darker and then a little darker, and he's just <laughs> off his rocker just a little bit more. So, I I I kind of like it because it just it shows the human side of Batman. Like, there's I'm sure there's times of like enough is enough, you know. And I like Christian Bale because he. He had a really good look to to be able to do both. As far as Bruce Wayne and Batman, uh, I still think really out of all the actors, like no one has been able to play both consistently. Like some are just better at Bruce Wayne or some are better at Batman, whether it's visually or the voice. But I, I personally liked the difference in, in Christian Bale's voice because... He was very smooth when he was the, you know, the billionaire. So there had to be some kind of difference in that dark play of his, at least to me. And I love the trilogies, but yeah, the third, you have to really accept all those stretches. And again, because, you know, I'm a big fan of Batman. I'll just tolerate it. And I agree with you, Jack. A lot of it is a little too far stretched.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He needs a lozenge. I think that would help him. (laughs) <laughs> um, but again it's it's and i like the suit too it's like a lot of people rag on the suit but i i think it's a it's a nice suit especially i don't the think final it's a bad suit. looking suit
2: yeah i, I don't see why people the suit like Well, yeah. I,
0: I go online a lot of people for some reason don't like it because like it's like the cape doesn't match the rest of the outfit like where the cape is like cloth even though he uses it to fly sometimes, but it, it appears to be like Superman's Cape. And then the rest of it is kind of like Kevlar. Um, You know, what drives me crazy is the kid, the kids today, man, the kids today, how they love the Batman movie, the new one with Robert Pattinson. And they think it's
1: like the best Batman ever made, which I've yet to see. So you really have, you haven't seen it. Really? No, it hasn't been on regular TV. I don't have a, I don't have Mac, so. Do you have you have Amazon Prime? I do.
0: It's is on there, Prime. It's not on for free though. It is. Now, it, okay, must have. They have a, they have a ton of DC movies this month.
2: Yeah, Jack. On Amazon just put Prime. Aside three hours and just enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's a long time for me to commit to a movie. <laughs> you might have to see it in pieces. Um.
1: Yeah, it's like I remember I, when it first showed up it was uh, to rent or buy and I was like ah, I'm not going to buy it but uh, no it's it's, a a free it's free it is no my there's
2: sarcasm a- is because it's just like a really long detective movie you are marked you're probably going to be more entertained by SVU or or you know some crime you know TV show the
0: best part about that movie is there's so much batman in that movie where it's it's more batman than bruce wayne and i'm all for that
1: but, Well, i'm going to tell you what's i the one i'm probably going to have a problem with more than anything else is the riddler yeah he's a yeah. psychotic like cannibal I, I think the whole well the, the riddler is psychotic but um the Not fact to this they went with that kind of look uh no, which reminds me excited. of like oh sorry no go ahead jack it it reminds me of like when Doomsday first showed up in Superman, he was just like, looked like it was wrapped up in garbage bags. <laughs> That's what the Riddler looks like from the commercials.
2: No, he's, he's like a, a timid serial killer. Like it looks like a documentary for like Dahmer or Ted Bundy, just sitting yeah. in a cafe messing with a a detective who's just obsessed with him (laughs) like that's that's really what the whole movie to me feels like i mean i don't get me wrong i love detective and i love true crime stuff but that's not batman to me that's a that's a snippet it's like and that's what's tricky like because i i've thought about it you know i've thought about like well if i directed a freaking batman film what's it gonna be like you know, because I, I want, I want all of it in there. So I want Alfred. I want, I want the galas where he's pretending. I want the tech, you know, I want the, the, the tech in his ear. I want, you know, the, the car. I want the plane. I want him overhead on the buildings. I want him, you know, doing the detective stuff. I want to see him fight in martial arts. Like how do you fit all of that into the movie? just right without going too far one way or another and in this one it was just too much detective work and like minimal action like there's some you know close-up scenes where finally he's an arkham that i liked because i was just like oh we've never really seen that we've never really seen him go into like an insane asylum like that would be interesting for bruce wayne or batman to be there and like doing that sort of um, look, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a lot to put in 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 a film.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like the Batman costume. I did not like what's his face, uh, the Watcher, who who's the guy that voices the Watcher um, as Gordon. I I didn't like Catwoman. I didn't like. I didn't like the Riddler. I didn't like the Penguin. <laughs> I didn't like much of it, but I did like I didn't out like Alfred too. He was horrible. Um, but i they did do a lot of detective work. I got to give him credit for that. I didn't like the Batmobile. I didn't like I can't believe this movie's getting a sequel. It's to me, it's not the worst Batman movie, but it's just the the least like a Batman movie, I would say. How um, do you do? I mean, the, it did well Make money for them, though. I, I think it made about seven hundred million. um Yeah, it's uh, it definitely. Cheap, it's, I mean, they're doing a sequel, and I think Clayface is in the sequel, which it's probably
2: Clayface. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, they might be able to do. They could do some interesting stuff with Clayface. I mean. Yeah, um, but you know, you could almost this- they could downplay him where he's not this big hulking mass but he could be able to be like the chameleon and change his appearance and committing all sorts of crimes and then changing into someone else. Well, this
0: Batman, though, is really grounded in reality, where it seems kind of weird to have some person that can transform into different people. Right. Well, I mean,
2: I like that's... Colin Farrell really no. did transform like the Penguin.
0: Like, he, yeah, he did, but creepy that's, looking. creepy looking. That's not my penguin, though. It's like, I would say it's my favorite penguin is probably Burgess Meredith.
1: Well, he's, he's a classic.
0: I mean, he's like that in the comics. It's just, I, again, after a while, they all tried to make the penguin darker and darker and darker
1: and we well, can't get darker than Danny DeVito yeah
2: <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying like I he was like almost
1: like a nightmare
2: Collins. yeah Colin's definitely better
0: no but he was like a he was like a Tony Soprano type of character and to me that's not the penguin either I don't think he was deformed I just think he was fat and they called him the penguin but he, he worked he I, I might have worked for Marconi I forget But it's on prime jack so i would watch it this weekend because i wouldn't be surprised if it's gone in october but i think yeah i think shazam is on there um uh aquaman is on there joker is on there there's a there's a lot of of dc eu movies on there you know so i would definitely check it out
1: well like i said i'll have to take a look for the batman
0: Anyway, all right, let's get into it. Ahsoka. So, uh, latest episode was called Far, Far Away. Um, Fedra, what'd you think of it?
2: Well, uh, my focus was far away. I thought, um, not this episode, but the earlier one was better. Shadow. Your ship. Yeah. Um, just because I wasn't on the previous, you know, episode with you guys, like I thought mm-hmm. that episode was far better than this one. So oh, that's I the one with, with
0: Ana- where she meets Anakin.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought there was a lot more going on than this. This. I mean, I would rate this five out of ten. I. I really didn't feel like any really excitement in it um and i don't know because it's just been a while since i saw the last episode but um again you know i was rolling my eyes seeing the witches in this episode uh because i i still can't believe that that's in star wars (laughs) it's just it's just—it's still blowing my mind because um, it's just here we go again with the occult, um, and then you know just the whole scenic scene with this like dog slash horse that Sabina gets. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. It was just really a more Disney feeling than Star Wars especially with the turtle people that I'm just going to call them uh, and the whole like turtle village. It felt very willow to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, like a whole, like a kind of like dark crystal willow vibe. Like I was just like, okay, I thought it was creative. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's creative. But it didn't feel like any warmth or any like meaning in it. So when we finally see Ezra, I thought there was going to be, like, this build-up to it. There really wasn't. It felt very flat. So I don't like to be really negative, but this episode really earns it for me because even by the end of it, it was just like, okay, wah-wah, like, you know. Wah-wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, I, I was I was more like... I, I really just wanted to be like, show me Ahsoka. Like, I'm tired of all of this. Like, show me Ahsoka. I, I, I don't want to, I don't care about Sabine. I don't care about the two mercenaries or these witches. Like, none of it. Like, where is Ahsoka? That's all I care about now. And I mean, maybe that's the goal because it is her show. But like, it was just terrible, in my opinion. Sorry.
0: Not, it seemed like she was taking the day off. Like, Rosaria yeah. Dawson. It's like, I don't want to film today, you know?
2: yeah that's really like it felt like it was really missing something that's a good way of putting it joe really like even the general wasn't there
0: (laughs) yeah that's the end for her but i have a feel not all right jack so which of you
1: well actually um, i'm pretty much opposite of fedra oh
0: that's good i'm in the middle i'm in the middle
1: okay okay um only only because like well fedra said it was filler i'm watching i'm like oh good god thank god something is actually happening yeah i didn't think it it was filler they they get to the other side you know i do i did think the the beginning five minutes with ahsoka and the droid and how you know the droid a long time ago in a galaxy, and that's when they should have had far, far away come up. Like, just blow in there a little bit quicker. That was corny, though. Sometimes we need some corny, Joe. The problem is when Star Wars doesn't have corny and people start taking it too seriously. That's when yeah. we have problems. Yeah.
2: That, yeah, then we're in trouble. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting that there were the witches of dathomar on the other side um i don't look at well i don't see them fedra as a cult i see them as um they're just force users but they came about it from a different angle than the sith or the jedi um their powers developed and you know they're just like they're not worshiping a evil deity or something. They're in it for the power of themselves. Um, so I kind of I kind of like them as villains because I honestly I do feel we need a break from Jedi versus Sith. You know we've heard so much about their doctrine and obviously the Jedi doctrine failed. Because Palpatine was able to get rid of them in uh, twenty minutes just by giving an order sixty six. (laughs) So, you know, I was just thinking, like, did
0: Palpatine like when he ordered all those clones that he tell the Kaminans? He goes, "I want an order sixty six put in there."
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, hard, hard code, hard code this into their subconsciousness that they have to comply. And, um, you know, I, I well, we've talked about it before with the Jedi of the old Republic, how they'd gotten so pompous and so fond of meetings, they kind of lost their way of what they should have been doing. Um, but yeah. And then when, uh, Sabine is in the room there, you know, and she's like, what's that rumbling? I'm like, oh, he's here, you know. Oh, you see, now I thought she was going to use the fours or it was the whales, but. No, I, because I, they had said he was on his way, and then when they show the Chimera show up, and it's not pristine, it looks like a ship that's been, you know, just held together by nuts and bolts, you know, for years. Well, you know, I have a
0: question for you um so for fedra and i i'd seen rebels i I haven't seen in a while so what happened exactly that that ezra did with thrawn like was he on the same vessel as thrawn
1: yeah he was on thrawn's uh star destroyer the chimera and And then whales just grabbed it and sucked it out in the hyperspace now we know where they went
0: but did he contact the whales ezra
1: I believe it was in some sort of communication with them uh, the way Ahsoka was able to, you know, convince them to take her to where they were going. It it Um, just
0: is weird, like, because if if there were that many stormtroopers on that ship and Ezra was on the ship on the trip to this other, it's another galaxy, right? Right. It had to take a long time to get there. You know?
1: You see, that's the thing. In the original trilogy, there was time in hyperspace. So you're right. You would go from point A to point B, but instead of taking years to travel that through at light speed, you kind of jumped. But it still took you a measure of time to get there. So, for example, when they left Tatooine to go to Alderaan, you know, they went in the back, Luke had a Jedi lesson, Chewbacca's playing space chess with the mm-hmm. droids, Han is futzing around with whatever he's doing. Um, and then you move to the sequel trilogy. Uh, all of a sudden, like, hyperspace is instantaneous. So you have oh that, you have that scene where... Po takes the Falcon and he's hyperspace skipping.
0: He's skipping, yeah. But prior to that, though, when at the end of the Force Awakens, when Rey was going to ahch Two, she still was taking some time to get
1: there, right? Yeah. You know? But but then in the same in the same movie too, Kylo Ren is like, "What planet are they on?" You know, and they're like, "Oh, he's in this backwater desert place," and he says. Let's go, and boom, oh, that's, yeah, they're okay. right there. Yeah, you know, so it could have taken, uh, from what we saw on the show, it could have taken them a day to make that hyperspace jump, or they could have been there. And all
0: right, well, well, we'll talk. Well, what's your rating, and then I'll give my rating, and then we'll talk more. About okay.
1: It. Well, like we're saying, I liked how the Chimera showed up; it was all broken. The stormtroopers, you know, you saw that these guys have been through a rough time like you don't have that nice clean armor all their armor is like beat up these guys have gone through with mill all right give me your rating <laughs> okay i'll give you my rating i would give this one i would like give it an eight all right maybe a little bit more um because I have to say, this is the first Ahsoka episode. I want to watch a second time.
0: Okay. Um, I'll just say, alright, I would give it a seven. I felt like, uh, the one thing I gotta give credit for this is the special effects look amazing, you know? I we did. They, they look very good.
2: They, they were, I, yeah.
0: I, I am so curious as to how much money, what the budget was for this. I don't know if they released it, but damn... It looks expensive. It's well. So did Andor. Andor looked pretty impressive too. But yeah, that some of the stuff that they do on the show just looks incredible. You can't fault them for that at all. And it does at times feels like Star Wars to me. Like I feel like I'm watching Star Wars. It's not like uh, Mm -hmm. oh, the book of Boba Fett just didn't feel like Star Wars to me. It just was weird. Uh yes, I would give it a seven out of ten. Uh I did all right. so So I'll bring up some stuff. So Thrawn. So we finally get to see Thrawn. Why is he so fat?
1: I don't understand that at all. It's I I get that too. I like when we saw him, to me he looked to me, he looked like Elon Musk painted blue. He did a
0: little bit,
1: yeah. You know. I mean, I always pictured like Thrawn would be somebody very hawkish looking.
0: He doesn't look intimidating. Like Peter
1: Cushing did. Yeah, you know, with like that very long, angular face. Um, and now this guy was this guy was a bit heavier, but I think he did have the uh, Thrawn demeanor.
0: It's yeah, I kept thinking. It, they couldn't have put a girdle on him because his, his belly just looks so silly. It's like, it just annoys me where somebody, and it probably was Filoni. It's like, well, we're casting these people. It's like, he's the perfect Thrawn. I, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it doesn't look like he is, or I would say you got to lose about 20 to 30 pounds.
1: Yeah. But remember, for introduced Thrawn in rebels. I know. And he's exactly like what I was saying. Very tall, skinny, like yeah. almost lanky, and very angular express uh features. Um, that's not what we put in the live action of him. Maybe he's a nervous
0: eater and all that time that he spent in that galaxy, he uh dealt with his problems by overeating. <laughs> but I just don't understand. Like, why wouldn't they have killed Ezra? Like on the trip to this galaxy. And then instead they're like well we'll just let him go and then they're like i think he's alive he's he might be dead it's like go kill him you know it's like why are you letting him stay alive it's just some of the story writing is just so weird
1: well it's like look at this way obi-wan is obi-wan was hanging out on a planet in a desert wearing his jedi robes wherever he went and the full empire at the height of its power couldn't couldn't say this old guy walking around dressed up like a jedi knight no old body even suspected him
0: but that was a mistake because a lot of people were wearing robes in a new hope on tatooine well
1: you you know, know i if they were if then they should not have been wearing the robes in the prequels They should have had him in, had them in some sort of outfit rather than the same exact robes Obi Wan is living in the desert for 50 years in.
0: No, you're right, that, but that's a
1: prequel problem. That's not an original trilogy problem. Um, And they even knew, knew Obi Wan was alive now, so they retro conned that because Darth Vader knew Obi Wan was still alive oh yeah with the obi-wan series one series and yeah. uh you know they just made the problem worse so why weren't they still out looking for him but I'd
2: i didn't impress.
0: yeah but you know i wasn't impressed with thrawn at all I, I and then like when we first see him again you know the, the star destroyer he was on looked fantastic and the way it just came down it looked so real it was like one of the realest looking thing i've seen with star wars which is you know they 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 spend a lot of money on the movies and they make it look good but this damn thing looked really kind of cool I, I
1: liked how they had it all beat up and you know yeah. had the symbol painted on the bottom you know
0: the, but it, i did it was cool i didn't like that all those you know those uh, stormtroopers were Chanting Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. You know, that was goofy for me, and I would think there would have been a rebellion at some point where it's like well, you screwed us over.
1: It's like it now we're. Weird. You know, what? I I don't I don't think so because even in the books, well, in the books, um, where whenever people made mistake. Darth Vader would just, you know, choke him <laughs> or slice him in half. Um, Thrawn, Thrawn was always he looked at he looked at his crew as an asset, as something that should be grown, nurtured, and preserved. Um, like he did a couple of things. Like at one point, uh, Luke Skywalker pulled some sort of thing to get out of the tractor beam and it was one of the newly trained kids who came up with the solution and tried it it didn't work because you know luke skywalker can get out of any trap but thrawn said you know like who did that you know and they all were like uh and pointed at the guy and thrawn was like that was that was an interesting approach you know let's let's work on that for future tactics or Thrawn said, why don't we have any shield generators on any of our TIE Fighters? You know, who, who keeps thinking we have TIE Fighter pilots and ships to uh, throw away? You know, so all of a sudden, you know, you have TIE Interceptors with shields. And they're like beating the crap out of X-Wings because they're faster, more maneuverable, and now they can take a couple of hits from lasers. So, Thrawn, by doing stuff like that, instilled a lot of loyalty in his men. And, um, you know, I that's why I could see when they're all chanting, Thrawn, 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 you know, as opposed to being, you know, totally silent, like when the Emperor and Darth Vader were around.
0: Well, I would say my biggest problem with this series is that they basically didn't care what Ezra did. Like Ezra sacrificed himself to get rid of Thrawn. And because of the selfishness of Sabine, she's like, well, I have to get Ezra back. He's definitely going to end up in in the Star Wars galaxy. You know, he's going to go back. And instead of like when she meets him, I think the first thing he should have said, what are you doing here? You know, I I did this for a specific reason to get him out of our galaxy to save the people from him. Mm -hmm. Why are you here? And instead he just jokes around and he says, took you long enough, you
2: know,
0: like he was anticipating her to come and rescue him. It just kind of makes no sense.
2: Uh. I mean, I can see that whole brother-sister relationship like that's what a brother would say but i also don't i didn't buy it where like he pressed her for the answer and she's just like i don't want to talk about it right now it's like how do you not talk about it right now like <laughs> <laughs> like here in a galaxy where i deliberately sacrificed myself to hide here like come on like that part I, I found not believable i also didn't like that the stormtroopers were dirty but I guess I can understand because it's been like, however long, but that kind of just not what I'm used to. So it was kind of well, weird seeing them like that.
1: It was, but like when you saw the shape of the ship. Yeah. I mean, here it is. They're out there. They don't have any facilities to repair ships.
2: they got to have yeah. something.
0: I mean, how did they survive? Like as long as they did. It
1: looks like they were just scraping by to tell you the truth. You know, they couldn't fix the ship.
0: I, I mean, and even like, uh, you know, the friggin... When when uh, she meets Ezra, those turtle creatures, are they're right on the lake. You know, it's not like they can't get water.
1: Well, no, I mean, but... Alloys to repair the ship? I mean, there are big chunks ripped out of it. You know, that needs some time in a space station for sure. And things like creating the armor i don't know what they're made of but they might not have the equipment to they may have the equipment to repair it not to restore it so like i said i saw those guys and i'm like geez these guys have been through the runner they've had a tough time waiting around here for the witches to come get them but you, you know but you know what i watch it and i regret it's really too bad that Ray Stevenson passed away. Oh, yeah. No, he, he very... honestly, I would love to see. Hmm. This is a character, finally, that I would like to see a show about. You know, that he's a fallen Jedi trying to make his way in the world today, given everything he's got. Taking a break from some of his troubles, you know, I'm sure it helps a lot. You know, he's got Darth Banks with him. You know.
0: No, it's interesting though. <laughs> you know, like we still don't know what his plan no is. No reaction from him at all, fedra You know,
2: I-, I no reaction. I'm cracking up over here. I can't help but think of her like that now. Even when they said her name this time, I was like, nah, it's Bangs. Darth <laughs> Bangs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She used to start a band.
0: <laughs> She's like that—that that singer with a—is her name Billy Eilish or something? Yeah. She looks like her. No, um, yeah, but it, it's—he's definitely not on Thrawn's side. I don't know what he's there for. It, it, he might be—he might have been going there to recruit Ezra.
1: He's well. He said he's looked. They're looking for something. You know, so he he's got something up his sleeve, but I tell you, he's whenever he is on screen, he is just Yeah, he's great. Even if even if he's not saying, anything, even the fact that, you know, he gives the the witch the side eye, or he passes a look with Darth Bangs, you could tell this guy has some sort of agenda he's working towards and you wanna see what's what he's gonna do. I mean honestly, I think he's the most interesting character in the show so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's got great chemistry as an actor. I agree. Really good ca- character development in him.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, like I said, he just seems cool and it's too bad.
0: Uh, I did hear a rumor. I don't know if I should say this rumor. Uh, Cause it's not, doesn't mean it's true or anything. Um, but they might be looking to kill the force. Huh? Uh, because you know how he said that he's sick and tired of how it's the, you know, first it's the Republic, then it's the Empire, then it's the Republic again and then the Empire, then it's the Jedi, then it's the Sith, then it's the Jedi and the Sith.
2: Over and over, yeah
0: so one of the ways that he may think that he can eliminate that is and is by killing the force but i wouldn't like that i wouldn't think that you could kill the force you know even though you have the witches there that might be able to do something crazy i just Uh. hope they don't do something like that you know
1: well i mean that's the plot they want to use for the acolytes so Yeah. yeah it's the light of day
0: Ugh, I yeah. But I mean I, I will say and I don't know if I told you or someone else that I feel like for a change I didn't mind spending money for Disney Plus this month because I am kind of entertained with Ahsoka. Uh it's not a home run for me, but it's it's nowhere near Boba Fett material or old oh, no. material. It's it's interesting. The the actors are all good. I don't I don't have a problem with any of them. It's just that I don't necessarily agree with the whole premise and, and I don't know where they're heading. Um, like, if they bring throwing back by getting, you know... Again, it just negates everything that Ezra did. <laughs> they could have found a different way to do that instead of having Sabine be like... I don't know, what character messes up in... Literature, like a like opening a Pandora's box. Hmm. Pandora, uh, you know, or whoever, you know, you know what I'm saying. It, it's like because now she's she's the the reason why, Thrawn is back now. Like if she would have just left things the way they were, but for some reason she needs to see Ezra again, and she really didn't need to. I just i never thought they were that close i mean i have family and i wouldn't do that <laughs> you know it's like it, i mean seriously jack and i think you wouldn't do seriously
1: that.
2: seriously
0: you get along better with your family i
2: and,
1: i'm not gonna go anywhere near a cliff with you in an no, area
0: so. mm-hmm. no, but, but if it meant that you know that bringing back one of the most evilest admirals to destroy the republic
1: yeah, I would leave you there,
0: and so you would leave your family there too. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Oh, I would leave you there. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> I'd hang out with those turtle people. How the hell do they get those their their suits on? <laughs> you know, because they were wearing shirts and pants, and I mean, those turtle
1: tops come off. I, I, we'll have to wait till next week's episode. <laughs>
0: Do they sell turtlenecks? (laughs) Oh, that is definitely like... Do those creatures exist prior to this, Jack?
2: Uh, It's
0: a whole new galaxy. (laughs) They're not, I mean... Because I'm sure it was like the Disney marketing team. was like, yes, yes, now we can sell those
1: at... Here we go. $29.95. Grogu is yeah. on his way down the charts. Now we've got turtle guys. We'll turn him into the next cabbage patch kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Open up a rock and see what your turtle guy looks like.
0: Adopt a turtle person. They have their own special name and their own special personality.
2: And they have their little turtle home. their turtle baby. Come on
1: ah yes merchandising yes i mean i feel
0: bad for ezra i mean that he he did sacrifice himself and he's stuck with he basically seems like he's living with the turtle people and it's not horrible but it can't be funny either you know they're probably scrounging around for food they look like they're a bunch of migrants they they don't stay in one place long
2: they're nomadic Yes,
0: so I did kind of feel bad for him. But it, it it's just like the when they saw each other too, she's basically like folding her arms again. And he's like, Well, oh, it took you long enough. It's like is, is that how you would react? I mean, if she's like if she finally sees Ezra, it would have been nice if you would have just heard like some violins and she you just see her staring and then she runs towards him and just puts her arms around him.
2: Yeah, like show excitement, like squeal, you know, it's your brother crying out loud. That's
1: kind of what I expected, too, that you'd have that. And then, you know, as the embrace breaks, he'd be like, you know, it kind of took you long enough. Yeah, that'd be fine. But for
0: them to just be kind of staring there, kind of looking at each other, it's like, oh, you know, it's just (laughs) really weird. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well anyway, I, I I did kind of thought this episode was okay. I don't know if it was the best one. I think the best one was the was the fourth one, and I can't even remember what that one was.
1: <laughs> what was that one? What happened then? The fourth one was when they were on the planet.
2: Yeah, and, they're fighting.
1: Uh, they were being hunted. And then they got to where the Stonehenge was.
2: Yeah.
0: And okay. so
1: it was thrown off. Yeah. The that was yeah. a good episode. There was a lot of
0: lightsaber battles in that one. That's right. Um, yeah, I think that's my favorite one. Good
1: lightsaber battles in that one.
0: But just her, like, walking with that creature, I forget what it's called. I, You know, it, it felt like Star Wars to me, you know. The dog? Or, yeah, the dog. Uh, I, liked,
1: I liked the dog. I thought they did a nice job on it. I thought it looked pretty good.
0: It reminded me of the, the dog from that the Klingons had in Star Trek 3.
1: No, those were ugly. <laughs> oh, you don't think this one was ugly? But this one looked more like a canine. It looked like a, a just a bigger wolf that uh, they exaggerated, you know, the length of the snout, the length of the ears. Uh I don't know. I like the look of it and I like the fact that, you know, it was domesticated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that, I, you know, I liked it. I'm just saying it was ugly. You know, what I mean, well, uh, yeah, it was ugly, but it wasn't Klingon dog ugly, you know. Or was it like a pig? I don't even remember what it was.
2: It, it's like a wolf on a horse. Kind of the way it moves.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing.
0: Well, it's kind of like I mean I, I know so many women at my old office. They used to love pugs, and
2: I love pugs.
0: I never found them to be attractive or cute at all because they usually cross-eyed, aren't they? Mm. I don't think so. I've I not seen. I, well, the one she had was, and it's just like. Yeah, yeah, but I,
1: I, I, I like dogs with a snout as well. The pugs has got a little squash in face, I don't know.
0: Anyway, yeah, I am looking forward to the next episode. I mean, I hope... What is it? There's only two more left? This was episode six?
1: Is it... Is it... I didn't know if it was uh, eight or nine episodes. No, I
0: think ten. No, I think it's
1: eight.
2: I'll check. I thought it was ten.
1: Oh, if it's eight. They better get their butt in gear. They've got uh, a lot of ground to cover. Well, we will see will see. We'll see. Well,
0: I'm sure it'll be a cliffhanger.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think they should. I don't think they should make these these series as cliffhangers, because unless you unless you know you're going to do an Ahsoka two.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's eight.
1: You know, it should wrap up within the one series. I, but, you know, they're going to milk this for all they can.
0: The only way Sabine could redeem herself in my eyes right now is if she dies. You know, like that she kind of, like Ezra meant, finding Ezra meant so much to her that she ends up dying. I'm afraid that they're probably going to kill off Ezra because it's like he's a minor character in, in the series. But someone's got to die. And I don't think Ahsoka will die because name, that's the name of the series. Um,
1: no, I, I hope Ezra comes back and he yeah. to play a bigger role in uh, Star Wars in general.
0: And I still pray that they don't make her a Jedi. Because it's it seems like, again, she keeps trying and she can't do it. Just don't all of a sudden... In the last episode where she kind of like levitates or she pulls the lightsaber towards her. She doesn't need to. She could use the lightsaber
1: without the force. She, you know, she's a good fighter without it. Yeah, she I mean I
2: agree. Yeah. I yeah.
1: like the scene when she was fighting the uh what they call them, the uh
0: Oh the merchants or the the Bedouins or the something.
1: Avengers or whatever they were. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was a pretty good fight scene. You know, and she did take some hits too, which is good that she wasn't uh yeah, you know, the best fighter in the world where no one could lay a finger on her. You know, she got knocked around a bit. Which is good because, you know, you'd expect something like that to happen in a fight. You can't be, you know, the super best all the time.
0: Well. No, There's also six of them and one of her. She still should have lost a limb, at least. <laughs> Hopefully, by the eighth episode, she loses her head. I oh, that... my. Well, no, I just want to is... see her die, like, in, a, in an honorable way. Because, like, she she's the cause of all this mess. She needs to go. Even, like, Ahsoka, you know, and I was surprised about that, too. Because, like, I kind of wondered, when in the beginning, when Ahsoka's talking to hawaiian or whatever his name is you know she's saying that i'm disappointed in sabine you know that that she turned on us and i always thought that the two of them had some kind of plan to get it that they weren't sharing with the audience so yeah there is none or unless it's just sabine has got the plan but otherwise she looks like an idiot for doing all this
1: i i don't think she had any sort of plan i think she just did it to get to ezra and would we'll figure it out later on. Not worth it.
2: Yeah, I think she's playing a reckless kid.
0: Again, Jack, if you were on that planet and Fedra was on that planet, I'd think of you guys a lot. You know, <laughs> I'd have some pictures of you hanging up in my place.
2: Oh, me and Jack would be just fine. You'd be just
1: fine.
2: I'd be, be, fine. I'd be like, we'd be there, gather around
1: those... turtle people. It's time for nerd alert, episode season thirty, episode eighty.
0: <laughs> I'd be oh, probably God, be no. like, sorry. More than likely, they're dead. Well, so those why turtle, even bother those
2: turtle people, we're gonna have to give us some food, otherwise, I'd turn them into turtle barbecue. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: this isn't star trek where the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many
1: actually you know what that is that is i think you nailed a good perspective on where sabine is wrong she's put the needs of the one ahead of the needs of the many and ahsoka is the uh, complete opposite way
0: Yeah, no, no, Ahsoka was right. Destroy the map so they don't get a hold of it. You know, too bad about Ezra. We'll always remember him as a good kid, but I ain't risking the galaxy just because you want to just see him one more time, and then when you finally see him, you don't even bother to hug him.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, isn't that the Code of the Jedi, though? What's that? I thought thought that's what the Code of the Jedi is, is like to think of the collective, not the person.
0: Yeah. Well, she's not a real Jedi yet, though, because she keeps—he's teetering on it. She's kind of like Ahsoka's, like, "You need to be a Jedi," and she's like, "I don't want to be a Jedi," <laughs> you know. She's like, I don't know. Those... I
2: think, but I think you might be right about, however you pronounce his name, that he might he might go back to being a Jedi because he did say that he loved the idea of the Jedi.
0: Oh, um... Balin. Balan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Next episode. Looking forward to it. <sighs> Alright, let's wrap this up. In a little early, I think. So... Jack, can you tell everyone where they can find you?
1: You can always send me email at jackm at wdwnt.com
0: Vedra.
2: You can find me on Instagram or you can be my friend on Facebook and email me at fedra at WDWNT.com
0: And if you want, you can email me at Joe at WDWNT.com or send me a friend request on Facebook. I'm also on the podcast Roasted Junk, the 80s movies podcast, and next movie is Dirty Dancing.
2: Aww. A great mm,
0: film. I didn't pick it. <laughs>
2: Nobody puts
0: baby in the corner. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week. But I was tortured by my sister. She got the the VHS of that damn thing, and we, we must have watched it or it was on the house every friggin' day.
2: Oh, so you're traumatized.
0: <laughs> so, but once you hear it a thousand times, Jack, it's not good anymore.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like Christmas music for me.
0: Oh, and then we had the soundtrack, that the cassette that she would listen to in the car. On like God. four-hour trips in the car. God.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe.
0: It's all right. I don't have to... Well, I do have to watch it again. <laughs> I gotta watch it one more time. Just one more time. Anyway, uh, check out WDW news today, Disneyland news today, as well as Universal Parks news today for all your Disney universal news. And finally, if you like our show and enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and like become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WDWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash WDWNT. So with that, this will be the end of WDWNT Nerd Alert Season 9, Episode 36. So until next time, see ya. Good
1: night, all. Be good to each other.
2: Good night, everybody.